0: Are we recording? I'm recording. Am I? You are recording. We're here? We're here. We're, We're doing live.
1: it. We're live. We made it. A new environment. You ready? Mm-hmm. I can see the pod shed. Ooh. Hey,
0: everybody. Welcome back to another episode of THC, True Hollywood Crime. I'm your host, Mariah. Is your other host, Bailey? Is it me? I don't know. <laughs> it, where are we? What are we doing? We don't know. We're in your room tonight. Mm-hmm. We are. And like you said, from your window you can see we could see the the old pod shed Mm
1: -hmm. we could throw stuff at it
0: (laughs) I would love to know because now somebody has bought that house Mm -hmm. our real-time listeners will know that I used to live next door I don't anymore but somebody bought that house next door and I would love to know what they think of the pod shed yeah what do they think of this garden shed that's been Mm drywalled and carpeted (laughs) seriously like
1: what body were they hiding in here
0: (laughs) And I think even after uh, the owner, like, got it ready to sell, if I remember correctly, I think, like, our zombie signs and stuff are still up. No like, way. I think so. I think she missed a couple
1: things. That's hysterical. That's so funny. Anyways, what's up, B? How was your week? I was going to say, so for us, it's second week of summer. That's right. Two weeks under the belt. So I was kid free for a week. Mm-hmm. That was nice It's like your own summer vacation Really though It was good timing <laughs> And then Now she's been back And she had her first week of summer camp And she's obsessed Yeah I mean it sounds like the funnest thing ever It really does mm-hmm. Hanging out with a bunch of teenagers At a roller skating rink with Putt-Putt Yep And so Yeah just Figuring out camp yeah, Doing just all that good stuff new routines Exactly And then we got father's day this weekend the theme yes, for tonight's episode tonight's,
0: our infamous yearly father day episode
1: <laughs> but yeah we're gonna go tubing and barbecuing and our fucking freezer exploded
0: yeah so that's awesome so i walked in and i'm like it's so it, many smells it smells like so many different types of meat defrosting so it's wild in your house it is. right now it's crazy because people don't under, i don't think people I could describe it and they still want to understand the quantity of meats frozen in your house at any given time. For real. Because you have your main fridge and then you have the garage mm-hmm. freezer. And listen, if there's one thing your husband loves to spend his money on. It's meat. It's meat. So much meat. It's
1: more meat than anybody could ever eat. So it's funny. When we realized how severe the situation was, only the meat in the door had thawed. Oh, Yes. So we had time and we scrambled. He was able to get all the like really good cuts Mm -hmm. to a freezer at work. Oh, thank God. And then I consolidated everything with like the inside freezer. So all we got rid of, we didn't get rid of any meat besides what we're going to cook, which is Mm kind of just like I said, everyone's blessing. But like I threw away bread. I threw yeah. away bagels and English muffins. Yeah. They've probably been yeah. in there for two years yeah. at this point. Assorted French fries. Yeah, yeah. uh huh. That's what I threw away. That's so funny. It is. You should
0: have donated the bread and bagels to me.
1: At this point, like I said, I don't know how old they were. Yeah, and they true. were like bits and pieces. It was like two bagels, three like in separate bags. Because how your family feels about
0: meat, that's how my kids feel about
1: bread. bread. No, exactly. <laughs> my
0: kids fucking love bread. Mm-hmm. They would have eaten
1: it. Cool. Mm.
0: Well, we'll have a great barbecue tomorrow night with all of our assorted defrosted meat. So much meat. And we always have, I mean, it's not enough for probably what you guys needed, but remember that we have an empty fridge in our garage too for backup. mm -hmm. And there's nothing in it. So it's all your space if you Mm -hmm. want it.
1: Yeah. I mean, and besides the meat, the butter. Yeah. And cheese.
0: (laughs) Yeah. You little (laughs) ketos. Just so much. (laughs) Right on. Yeah, it's been good so far. It's been a little boring at my house. I'm just having friends over and doing sleepovers, doing a lot of swimming. Well, aren't
1: you here because your house is full of stray kids?
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. So it's fun.
0: All good things. We have some trips coming up and that'll be cool. I found this website called Hip Camp. Have you ever heard of it? No. It is like. Airbnb for camping spots, meaning if you guys ever want to do, I know how you feel about camping, but if you guys ever want to do a quick, easy, like camping trip, like let's say you just want to get Violet outside in a tent yeah, and it doesn't need to be a whole fucking ordeal, right? right? Hip camp, and it's great for where we live because up here in Northern California, everyone has farms and orchards. So basically they rent you out a spot on their private land. For like 30, 40 bucks a night. And it comes with, some of them are literally just desolate stretches of nothing. Some of them have pools. Some of them have, you know, bathrooms. So it's various, varying degrees of like how much camping you want to do. But I love it because some of it's even like in town. This guy has on his local farm, but it's like. I guess it's a working farm but anyways it's like five minutes from our downtown and you get access to his pool and i think you get access to a bathroom but he has like a redwood grove on his property
1: and it's just like easy and you're paying like a day rate yeah Mm -hmm. it's like 30 bucks yeah
0: so i don't know i liked the idea of that hip camp yeah
1: like you're like you said, you're not really going anywhere having. To and some do people's much.
0: properties are on creeks and mm-hmm. rivers and lakes or whatever. So if that's something you're looking for, you can always find it. I liked the idea of having a pool myself, but yeah. whatevs. Mm-hmm. Um, but it just feels like a lot of our campgrounds are so full in the summer that you're like, yeah, it's camping, but it's
1: the rules for me.
0: It's the rules, and it's being right next to everybody. Yeah, and so I liked the idea that this was like a. Easy way to camp. Mm-hmm. So hip camp. That's what I found. That's super cool. Yeah. And they do it for not just tent spots, but um, RV spots as well as like cabins or some people even have like, like they'll rent out their own RVs, you know, and oh, yeah. like their RV will be parked somewhere no, and they'll so smart. do that. So
1: there you go. I'd stay in a parked RV somewhere. Uh,
0: Lou and I would looked at that because we certainly can't afford an RV no, right now. So but they're nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We could tell uh, we went camping in Almanor, mm-hmm. and you could tell at the campsite we were on, which was the perfect campsite, besides the fact that it was so full, because it was right on the sandbar, mm-hmm. so it was really safe. There were no boats, and it was really shallow. Anyways, you could tell that those RVs that people were staying, I'm like, they were planted. Oh, they yeah. had satellite dishes and shit, mm-hmm. and I'm like, I bet you that RV's here all year round, and they rent it out. Yeah. So smart. It is. Okay. So there you go. Game plan. Game plan. Yeah, something something for everyone to look into. (laughs) Hipcamp.com. Anyways, I don't really have much to talk about. I haven't been doing much.
1: I mean, I definitely haven't been doing shit. So, Oh, I mean, we could talk about the aliens. Which I haven't, like, I've heard it, but I haven't seen much. (laughs) Because we've talked about this. Until we have footage of someone shaking hands with one. So NASA had a three-hour official
0: press conference i saw with on some of their TikTok. top scientists yeah absolutely confirming aliens yeah the fact that they know and have been in like communication with them that they're not hostile and then they expose the fact that there's like a global group bigger than local like bigger than our government okay. That basically for however many decades now has been creating a fake hostile alien presence. Okay. So a lot of the air quote UFOs that you you think are UFOs, like the saucer shapes and the pill shapes, those are actually this like groups. Those are the fakes. Those are the fakes. And they even have, like, fake aliens. And And that's why
1: the government's been trying to cover it, because it's making the real aliens look bad. Well, I don't know
0: about all that, but they do want the global citizens to be fearful of extraterrestrials. And they... I don't know what their agenda is, um, but they want us to be scared of them. And the NASA scientist said that the extraterrestrials who have been currently visiting the earth for the past five six decades are not hostile mm-hmm. they if they have the technology that if they wanted some beef they could wipe us off easy peasy. the solar system yeah they're not hostile and they said that if you see any media coverage trying to make you fearful of aliens that that's basically well, the why gaslighting has it
1: taken so fucking long to just have the conversation and to make us aware of the shit I don't know. So dumb. I definitely think that they probably went a little rogue,
0: like giving us this information. Yeah. But I think what it is now is that it's undeniable. So right. it used to be before you could people would try. see things, but nobody, you know, now everybody has cameras in their hands 24 mm-hmm. seven. So I think before there wasn't a lot of like concrete evidence that the masses knew about, yeah. but now like regular everyday commercial pilots, see these spacecrafts every day why am and it's I all excited? Same. and huh why am i not excited <laughs> i don't know it would be interesting to see one well, that's what i'm saying like we're so but they show the footage of the actual ufos mm-hmm. and they're they almost look like um like silver cannonballs okay. bigger obviously but they're perfectly round okay. they're perfect spheres and they go at speeds that you can't imagine they do all kinds of weird tricky shit And they're invisible to radar, which is so they're really interested in our military bases, not because they're hostile, but they said that basically they started coming to Earth and making themselves known after we dropped nuclear bombs because it did something to the magnetic radiation forces, blah, blah, blah. I don't know science words, but it did something. That's why I didn't listen. It Mm -hmm. created some wave out into the universe and it caught their attention Mm -hmm. and they were like whoa 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 what the fuck is going on over there on that weird little planet Mm -hmm. and that's when that's why they started showing up in the 50s Mm -hmm. because we dropped bombs in the 40s Mm -hmm. and they've been kind of hanging out ever since that's why they're very uh they they're not hostile they're not thrilled with the fact that we keep kind of like
1: shooting at them and
0: and testing the waters And so that's basically what the scientist was saying is that they're not hostile, but we also don't want any fucking problems with them. So we should probably
1: drop it, leave them alone. Mm
0: -hmm. Um, And they also have proof that they go into the water as well.
1: Well, I mean, the ocean's scary as fuck. Yeah. So they have new fear unlocked
0: that they can go from space to ocean, the same Mm craft, the same aircraft, the same UFO, the same Mm -hmm. whatever. Um, But they're just too hard to track in the water. So we're focusing on the ones in the air. Wow. But it makes you wonder... What do they look like? They don't have... So the of, official press conference, they don't say anything about that. Yeah. Um, like, can, can they look
1: like us? Can they so go So you can find undetected? interviews
0: of some former um, employees and scientists to describe how they look. But I just... Since that's not the official press conference, yeah. you're like, well, anybody could say anything in an interview. Mm-hmm. But there's reports. Those people are basically saying that... The race that is visiting us a lot, they call them the, we call them the Nords because they, they're kind of like Thor. Like mm-hmm. they look like us, but very tall, very slender, very pale, 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 pale white hair, blue eyes. Wow. So like kind of like Nordic people. Yeah. Like humans, but better. Yeah. Um, But, you know, that's just what. Those guys are saying in interviews. Right. So that's
1: why, like, at this point, like, yeah, it's confirmed and everything, but I'm just, I'm not excited. Like, I need more. Well, something bigger for sure has to be going on. If yeah. they're
0: willing to give us this much information, What's happening? something way bigger is probably
1: happening. Oh my gosh. I'm st- like, everyone's been worried about climate change all this time, and now we fucking pissed off aliens.
0: <laughs> Hopefully, we don't piss them off. Well, and the fact that our ocean's only what, like 5% explored or whatever. Mm. It's like that movie The don't Abyss. Don't even Remember get me the started. Movie, the Abyss. Yeah. For all we know, the aliens are down there. Yeah, and they're popping up out of the water and flying around the easy the air, and then going back into the water. No problem. We don't know. Creepy. So there you go. There's your alien update, y'all. Woo! Terrifying.
1: <laughs> okay. Yeah, for me, it's not that scary because I always 100 believed in them. Well, that's what I'm saying. I'm not scared, but I just I thought I would be more appreciative excited i definitely don't think we should
0: be starting any intergalactic wars but they said so they said that um they even gaslight the presidents into so the presidents know the truth about extraterrestrials but then this like global network will like basically convince the presidents that they are a hostile force stupid hence that's one that they're saying that's the real reason that Trump started the Space Force oh or whatever, because he felt like we needed a space branch of the military, of even though our weapons could probably never do anything compared right. to their weapons. But that's what that was
1: all about. Oh my gosh. Great. <laughs> well, in less terrifying news <laughs> and also pod related. Ooh, cocaine bear parody. Oh. Ready for this? Yeah. Crackoon. Stop it. <laughs> no, no. Has social media in stitches with its ultra low budget trailer and goofy title.
0: It's like Sharknado all over it. I know. It's so
1: exciting. That's so funny. It's so- That's silly. <laughs> uh, also pod related and similar to... Episode thirty five. Natalia Grace, a twenty eight year old woman, was arrested in Louisiana for enrolling herself into high school as a seventeen year old.
0: All right, Edward Cullen, calm
1: down. Authorities. Did she? Did she pass for it? I didn't see a picture. Mm, why uh, did she want to do that? They didn't say why or if they like suspected anything inappropriate occurred or whatever. But
0: it's like um. Never been kissed.
1: Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Maybe that was it. Maybe she saw the movie and she's like, I could do that. There's our
0: next case.
1: Never been kissed in that lady's case. That'd be so cool. (laughs) Uh. Okay. I think I talked about somebody selling body parts on our last episode. Mm -hmm. Like a Craigslist Facebook Mm -hmm. post or whatever. Well, we're stepping it up a notch. We've got seven people... Including the morgue manager at Harvard Medical School that were all arrested and charged with stealing and selling human remains. Perfect. Mm -hmm. So the morgue director apparently would allow the buyers to come into the morgue. Stop it. And like pick the body parts.
0: Why do they want those body parts?
1: Well, one guy was like a regular. He was one of the seven arrested because they had like memos from him. And one of the memos just said brains. All
0: right. Look, do I think it's a good idea? And that's how I'd want my family's bodies to be treated. Of course not. But what if this is the one thing keeping those people from being serial killers?
1: They play with dead bodies instead of real bodies. Fine. mm -hmm.
0: I'd be willing to sacrifice my dead body for such a thing. Sure.
1: Well, and so here's a good point. So they're saying it. The most upsetting part is the families who obviously donated the, their loved ones. Yeah, that's For awful. the sake of educational and medical advances. But, like you're saying. What if, if we're keeping a serial killer off the streets? Boom. It could be for a good cause. Way to make lemons into vodka. <laughs> Thank you. Way to go. Okay. Last time we got shell-shocked on Bart. The turtle.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I was trying to think. I thought you were asking me the last time I no, no, physically no. was shocked by something on BART. No, no, and my I have so many memories. I know, you're like, that where my do brain I begin? Was like, I don't know. You're
1: like, where do I begin? The last time. No, this time, turtle takes a ride. On BART? No. Oh. <laughs> uh, a fucking bank in Kentucky reported a loitering turtle refusing to leave its parking lot. Stop it. Did they try... Picking him up and moving him—that's not even like a tortoise. It's yeah, so just
0: pick him up and throw him in the bushes. Golly, so like, there's like a little picture of him. That's in the, the dumbest thing I've ever heard.
1: <laughs> I hate everybody. I would have taken him home, let him live in my backyard. Well, good. So speaking of hating people, I'm really upset at fucking religious people. I mean, why wouldn't you be? No more rides to hell. Oh. Since 2006, locals and people from all around the world have traveled to the Poland Baltic coast so they could take bus 666 to hell. Fun, but the fun's fucking over.
0: Yeah, of course they always have to fucking rain. On everybody's officials parades. crumbled
1: under the pressure from the Christian protesters. Even though you're going
0: to lose how much in, um, like, tourist
1: money, right? Sorry, Poland. And then all they did is they flipped the last six. So it's 669. Still 69, though. I know. Right? I'm like, they didn't even get that good of a, a redo. And then there's an 82 year old German man who keeps getting arrested for selling drugs. <laughs> and he finally got his last warning from, I don't know, Berlin people but I guess the 82 year old he's just like I don't make enough on my mon- monthly pension I gotta I gotta make my side hustle somewhere. Yeah, I just respect this 82 year old man yeah
0: and he's probably selling it to other old people oh, like who cares right
1: I just oh, what a hustler
0: <laughs> I wonder what he's selling
1: I think it's weed
0: ah oh, let him fucking cook who cares yeah, yeah, yeah. weed S- selling weed oh my god that's easy you know he's selling that to other just old hippies right who cares
1: And now why is he doing
0: it so badly like <laughs> he's 82 i know but is he standing on the street corner yelling how is he not sneakier maybe
1: he could be blind
0: maybe because i know people who have dealt drugs their whole lives and <laughs> have never been caught <laughs> just for sure be sneakier do it in your living room my guy what if he's at like a retirement home or something and he's just like doing it in their little like game room or whatever the cafeteria. Just right in front of yeah. everybody. <laughs> and they're like, "God damn it, Earl, we told you. You can't do it right in front of us. We have to call the authorities if you do."
1: <laughs> okay, I've watched everything, right? A week off, no kid. Yeah, That's I don't think I watched do. one thing. That's all you do. So I watched The Idol. Uh-huh. Uh the weekend show. Yeah. So People, I heard are, it was kind of boring. People are shitting all over it. It's exactly what he said it was going to be. I don't even know what it's about. It's about... It's kind of like a Britney Spears. Okay. This young, beautiful girl has a mental breakdown. Her mom dies. And then she can't go on tour and everyone's mad at her for losing their money and then she's got to come back and she's got to be bigger and better than ever Mm. and she's completely mentally unstable yeah and she you know self-harms and she falls in love with the weekend's character who i fucking love the internet yeah People are comparing him to like Charles Manson. <laughs> they're getting like culty vibes. Yeah. And like they're saying he's like trying to like move his way into her mansion so he can bring all of his other culty that people. That would be a
0: fun twist. It would.
1: Uh huh. So they're only on episode two, they're released every Sunday. On what channel? HBO.
0: And honestly, that sounds like a show that we can come up with because the weekend is nothing if not melodramatic. It's
1: beautifully done. Yeah. Listen to this fucking cast.
0: He's the male Lana Del Rey. He's
1: so dramatic when he writes songs. We've got Lily Rose Depp, who yep. is fucking killing it. Her like emotional range, she goes from laughing to crying, tits out. I mean, we get it all. Yeah. Um, Abel, obviously, and I think it's shot in his home. Of course. Which I thought was cool. And then Hank Azaria, oh. Dan Levy, Jane Addams. Like so many fucking fang- big hitters. Yeah, for real. Um, so, yeah, I liked it. Okay. You recommended Air.
0: I mean, I never saw it, but yeah. I loved it. Yay! Because it's about shoes.
1: Yeah, of course. No. And Ben Affleck and Matt Damon always make good movies together. They did. And not only that, we also had Chris Tucker, Mm -hmm. Viola Davis, fucking my man, Jason Bateman.
0: Mm -hmm. I mean,
1: come on. Forget it. It was so good.
0: That's what I want to go back and rewatch since I don't have anything to watch. I want to restart Ozarks because I only saw the first two seasons, but I feel like it's been so long now I need to restart from the beginning. For sure. But I'm that's s- I want to do that, and then everyone swears I need to watch *Succession*, which we've talked about on this show, and I still haven't. Well, maybe Come we'll try it episode. together.
1: I don't think you're gonna like it. Okay, <laughs> I do not I think that's for you. Good. All right. Uh, you know what else wasn't for me? Uh oh. Winnie the Pooh.
0: Oh <laughs> no! <Blood laughs> and were so
1: excited.
0: What happened?
1: So let's start with the good. It's super cool, like visually, right? We're in the fucking woods, and it's like the misty. The acre wood. Yeah. And I'll give it to them. The story, it works. Mm-hmm. Christopher Robin, as a young boy, is like his imagination or whatever. He meets these fucking creatures out in the wood. He doesn't know they're mutants. Yeah. Right? And so they're friends, and he brings them food, and he takes care of them. And then one day he abandons them because he goes to college. And then they turn on each other mm-hmm. because they don't know how to take care of one another. And so the only two left are Piglet and Pooh. They kill everybody else? They killed and ate Amazing. all their other friends. And ate. Yes. Well, because they need food. They need people to take care of them. So here's the thing. When
0: they kill and eat each other, is it blood? Yes. So not stuffing. No, interesting. Because they're is,
1: supposed to be stuffed animals. Uh, no, these are mutants. Okay. Yeah. And he returns home from college with like his fiance, so excited to show her. Like this is where I played as a child. Yeah. And it goes from there.
0: And it's just a. Bu- and do they attack him?
1: Yeah. Well, of course. It, I mean, what? What do you think's gonna happen? He abandoned. But it them wasn't good, huh? Because the acting.
0: Well, B, who do you think they were gonna get to do I know, blood and honey? But like,
1: it was rough. Um, but like, some of the deaths were good. It, it was visually appealing. Okay. But yeah, i mean and then like the adult versions of Piglet and Pooh, that was some weird shit. The way that <laughs> they like, like at one point, the Winnie the Pooh is like suckling on honey. But it's like a, it's a fucking plastic mask. Right. So it's like, it's just falling yeah. right off of the face. That's so funny. <laughs> it's like if we made a movie.
0: That Our for sure sounds be like, for sure. That definitely sounds like somebody's
1: like film
0: school project, yeah. like
1: senior project. So hopefully they got more money from that and they can apply it towards their Cinderella and get some better actors. Yeah. Because it was it was good. Like the story was fun. It was a great location. You have to
0: be the only person on earth who watched that movie.
1: I know somebody went into a wood chipper,
0: you know, (laughs) who was the first to die.
1: Uh, Christopher Robin's fiance.
0: No, I meant out of the animals. Eeyore. God, I knew (laughs) they were going to do that. Eeyore's my favorite character. I knew it. Also, it doesn't feel right that Piglet would be the last one. Piglet and Pooh. I
1: feel like I it would fe- be Tigger. I was going to say Roo, the kangaroo. I feel yeah, like a kangaroo. he's a baby,
0: though. Oh, wasn't there a mom? Yeah, but she's a old
1: mom. <laughs> I
0: just pictured Tigger because he's so bouncy I and energetic. To be fair,
1: I don't even think Tigger was in part of the group. What? No, there was an owl. Yeah, of course there's an owl. His name's Owl. <laughs> yeah, an owl, Eeyore, rabbit.
0: Tigger has to be.
1: Piglet Pooh. We'll have to re-
0: Oh my God.
1: <laughs> I feel like Tigger would have came out on top. Well, yeah, maybe that's why they didn't put him in it. They're like the obvious. Yeah. It would have been a Tigger movie. Yeah. Not a Pooh movie.
0: Iore was always my favorite. I knew they were gonna do him dirty like that. Just because he's slow and sad doesn't mean you have to kill him first. Anyways. Alright. So
1: that was it. Anything oh else? we did. We watched all of Bubkiss. I have not watched all of it. Mm-hmm. It was good? the show itself isn't great but the people in it are yeah every I like epi- the show. every episode i'm like oh fuck it's that guy yeah right? or like oh i i liked there's a kanye west episode oh yeah uh-huh. i haven't gotten there yet that one is was... it the
0: one where Pete has to pay for dinner i don't know oh that's his famous kanye west story
1: no I, when apparently kanye west reported that Pete died when he was dating Kim. Oh, he, he went killed himself.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So before Pete started dating Kim, he had a famous Kanye West encounter mm. where I think maybe it was when Kanye was doing SNL or something. And something happened. Like him and Pete were going to go out to dinner and Pete was going to like pay. And Kanye
1: invited. So many people. Like a bunch
0: more. But like famous people. Yeah. And so then Pete's like, oh, fuck. Like yeah. I'm going to drain my bank account doing this shit. Right.
1: I mean, he did drain his bank account buying a fucking ferry.
0: (laughs) There you go. All right, cool. Well, listen, if you uh, want to play along with our THC patent pending drinking game, take a drink of whatever you're sipping on. Anytime we mention a past THC episode, you hear the train, which you probably won't because we're at B's house. We say badass big sister. We mention episode of Monk. We spill something or we cheers. Mm -hmm. Right, B. Yeah. Bonus drink when you hear us name the episode,
1: which is unbeknownst to us. So. Yeah. It's always a surprise to everybody. It's so fun. All right. Pause. I'm going to go get us another round. Yay. All
0: right. You ready to get into this year's Father's Day case?
1: You surprised me with this one.
0: I surprised myself with this one. Because I found it. You texted me your idea. And I'm like, "Mm, I don't know. And then I did a quick Google search. I'm like, let's do this guy. Yeah this piece of shit's name is Gregory Green
1: gross Gregory Green it sounds like um, a clue character
0: it does Mr. Green that's mm-hmm. who I was thinking of too there isn't a ton about Gregory online I really struggled I know you guys are used to hearing me say that he doesn't even have a Wikipedia page not even a wiki he doesn't have a wiki what? like what do you do with someone who doesn't have a Wikipedia page I mean even
1: we've been mentioned on uh. a wiki <laughs>
0: Um, He does, however, have a Murderpedia page. So I did get most of my stuff from a Murderpedia page, which if you guys have ever been to Murderpedia, they give you like a quick bio and then they'll list. You can kind of scroll through articles that have been. But it's all the same thing over and over and over again. But I'm not going (laughs) to list all those articles. If you're interested, you can go to his Murderpedia and check them out.
1: Yeah. Murderpedia.
0: He's under G for Gregory Green. More helpful than that was an episode of a show that you can watch on. Now it's known as Max, right? HBO.
1: Yeah. What's the point of a rebrand like that?
0: I think. Somebody correct me if I'm wrong. Somebody step in and correct me if I'm wrong. Can't you still just get HBO by itself?
1: No, like I went to hit on my HBO app on my phone. Yeah, but did
0: you have HBO or did you have HBO Max before it changed over? I don't know. I think I could definitely be talking on my ass here. But at least before it changed over, I think you had HBO, Uh which is literally just HBO. Then you had HBO Max, which has like more stuff okay and now that it's max they have stuff that has nothing to do with hbo on there like they have a bunch of different networks oh on max okay so now it's more of like a streaming app than just hbo well i love it i'll take that i think sure there's a good possibility i'm dead ass wrong (coughs) anyways there's a show on there um, called Evil Lives Here, and mm. I, I might start binge watching that one. Yeah, there are forty five. Have you watched it? No, but I've seen it come up like on my. It's great. I mean, I saw a newer episode, so I don't know if the older episodes are kind of janky. Yeah, but the episode that I watched for this podcast is season twelve, episode four. Uh, I believe it's called. Oh, it's called A Special Place in Hell. Is the Ooh. name of the episode. And the whole thing is told through the point of view of a woman
1: named Faith, who we'll talk about in a minute. Yeah. I'm sure your show was better than, uh, I also talked about this on a pod a million years ago, how they were coming up with a show Conjuring Kesha or whatever.
0: I'm trying to think. Is she doing, like, a
1: ghost show? It is. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, I think it's a travel channel, but I think I watched it on on Max. So yeah, like, see? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they got all kinds of shit on there. But she had Whitney Cummings, and they went to an old prison. Oh, yeah. How'd that go? I, I mean, they swear shit was happening. Whitney felt like someone grabbed her arm and that she was for sure talking to a ghost, and there were bells ringing, and... But...
0: Yeah. Kesha a little it's annoying right now because have you ever seen the clip of her bum rushing Jerry Seinfeld years ago on the red yes. carpet and asking for a hug and he politely says no thank you. Yeah. yeah. Now she just came out in an interview and said so that was the saddest moment of her life <laughs> and like how Girl. how sad that made her feel. I'm like Girl, people are allowed to have boundaries. (laughs) He wasn't like, get the fuck off me, you ugly bitch. He was was like, like, no, thank you. I don't know. Please don't touch me. So it's a little weird, especially for her with all that stuff that happened with her and that producer. Well, That's
1: what I was going to say. You're going to say that. Like, you should
0: know that physical boundaries are something that everybody has a right to. Mm -hmm. So sorry that made you sad. But, you know, have a little decorum, man. Mm -hmm. Maybe if we would have came up to him nicely, not on camera, and been like, I'm a really big fan can I get a picture or a handshake or something? Right. You
1: know. Anyways, wow. No, it's it's a little odd for sure. Saddest moment of her life. Well, there's a lot worse moments. This lady in has. This, yeah, this, this lady has way sadder moments. Mm-hmm, Kesha, trust yeah. me. Mm-hmm.
0: So, in 2008, Faith Harris is a. Uh, single mom in her early 30s she's like vivacious and outgoing really smart really pretty she is the daughter of a pastor fred pastor fred and she is attending her father's church service she's there with her 10 year old chandy okay chad maybe chadney chadney 10 year old chadney okay and eight year old cara and she lays eyes on the man that she's had a crush on since she was 14 years old his name is Gregory Green he used to go to her father's church he used to be a part of the uh, what do you what do you call people in a church community sure commune no not commune community sounds good there is a word right cult mm, perfect <laughs> He's ten years older than her, so when she was fourteen, she was crushing on him
1: pretty hard. And then any girl at fourteen, a crush is going to be oh yeah, off the charts.
0: And eventually, he goes away for a while, and Hmm. a while later, he shows back up. This is where we are now in two thousand eight, and basically, the community knows that. He had got done serving some time in prison. It's a little unclear of why or what the details are. For sure, her dad, Fred, helped him get out of prison. Yeah. So he went, wrote to the parole board, (laughs) met with the parole board, brought people, parishioners. Is that a thing?
1: Yeah, I believe so. From
0: the church and from the community to kind of testify on his behalf and get him out of prison. Okay. In fact, Fred, the letter that Fred wrote, Pastor Fred wrote to Gregory's parole board said, quote, I feel he has paid for his unfortunate lack of self-control and the damage he has caused as much as possible and is sorry. If he was to be released, he would be welcomed as a part of our church community And whatever we could do to help him adjust, we would. So it works. He gets Greg out. Greg's now in the church. Faith lays eyes on him. She gets all those little butterfly bubbly feelings back. He's still super handsome. He's really charming. He's really outgoing. He's great with her kids. They start talking. They start dating. And she eventually... Moves him into her house. She finally asks him what exactly happened. Because rumors are flying about what he was in prison for. Right. But she figured it can't be too bad because her dad helped get him out and her dad's approving of this relationship. So how bad could it have been? So she asks him and he basically lets her know that it was a domestic violence situation of his at the time, wife against him. They got into a fight. She started attacking him. He had to like fend her off. And there was like a tussle and he ended up pushing her and she hit her head and accidentally killed her. So he accidentally killed her in self-defense. Was she?
1: I'm getting there. Yeah.
0: So that's his story. Mm -hmm. He doesn't give too many details. She gets the impression that he doesn't really want to talk about it. And she respects that. Yeah. And she believes him. What really happened was in 1991, Gregory snaps and stabs his seven-month pregnant wife multiple times in the face and chest, killing her and then calmly calling 911 on himself and turning himself in Mm -hmm. for her murder. That's literally all the information I have about his first wife. I can't find any details about it. More than that. That's all I have. Now, once they are living together, I'm just going to call him Greg now Mm because Gregory feels weird. Now that they're living together, Greg is very quiet and shy. Faith is like he's just an introvert, you know, plus he's did a lot of time. But she starts to have kind of uneasy feelings around him. And there's no one thing that sparked this. It just... Something feels off. The okay. vibes feel off, mm-hmm. right? I mean, a woman's intuition he's now, not only, oh, he's quiet and shy and blah, blah blah. he's not talking at all. Mm-hmm. She's like, he can't she can't get him to talk even a little bit. And his mood will change, like instantly. Like they'll be watching TV and he'll be in a happy, sweet mood. She'll get up and go get a drink and come back and he's fucking pissed. And it's, she's constantly on eggshells. You never know where his mood's going to be. Mm-hmm. And that's an exhausting way to live. She, on retrospect, thinks it's was signs of, like, his control slipping. That, like, who he really is is a very, oh. like, enraged, angry person. But he he's just covering. tried to push it down, push it down, push it down. And he just can't always push it down. And so sometimes it, like, peeks Peaks out. out. Mm-hmm. She decides to separate, and they are not separated for very long before she finds out that she's actually pregnant. So she wants to give it another go, and Greg seems on board and happy about the baby coming. But again, after a little bit of time, his temper starts kind of peeking through the cracks. Now, the person who's not falling for his shit is her daughter, Kara. She sees right through him. Mm -hmm. Uh, Her oldest child, Chadney. I really hope I'm not fucking up his name. But her oldest son kind of has always wanted a father figure. He kind of looks up to Greg. He's a very, like, her son's a very smart, but, like, quiet, kind of, like, good kid. Doesn't rock the boat. He's steady. Yeah. And... So Greg really likes that about him and the two of them kind of bond a little bit. Kara, on the other hand, is different. Faith lovingly says she's much more like her mom, meaning like Faith. She's real outspoken. She's real spunky. She's real outgoing. And she has no problem. She doesn't bite her tongue. She'll call people out on their shit. And she doesn't really like her mom's boyfriend. In fact, later on, Faith finds her daughter's diary and all throughout the diary are just pages and pages and pages of how much she doesn't like Greg. And because of this, Greg doesn't like her in turn, yeah. right? Cause she's the squeaky wheel. She's the one that he can't get in mm. line. She's the one who he can't like whatever, uh, con, right? He, he can't trick her. right? And so he has a real problem with her. She's got a problem with
1: him. It is what it is. I mean, I'm super happy for the daughter to have the confidence to stand up for herself like that. But also how hard that would be as a mom to be in a relationship and then have to struggle. It is.
0: And it's also how hard, how serious do you take it? Because kids not liking step parents is a tale as old as time. Right. So then it's like, all right, you you definitely want to believe your kids and listen to your kids. There is the because at the time she's probably you know early teens you're like how much of this is you being dramatic Mm -hmm. she kara asks her mom like why is he why is his temper so bad Mm -hmm. because it's getting worse and worse he's starting to freak out over little things and kind of just throw tantrums and just be hard to live with and you know faith is a really patient person and just explains to her that like People are different. Everyone has different experiences in life. Everyone has a different threshold for like patience and whatever. And that's how she sees him. She sees him as a very impatient person. She doesn't see him as like some rage-filled monster. She sees him as somebody who has a hard time controlling his like when he gets frustrated. Okay. That's kind of how Faith sees him. And that's how she explains him to her daughter. October... 28th 2020 10, their first child together Koi is born they get married December 2010 so two months later and Greg is like more distant than ever oh he's super detached he's not into this Faith wants to leave again and she starts making plans to leave and she finds out she's pregnant oh. again. That baby, Kaylee, is born September 5th, 2012. And now Greg is, he has nothing to do with the kids. He doesn't help. He doesn't care. He doesn't care about their well-being. He doesn't give a fuck about those kids. Mm. He's actually pissed because he really wanted a boy. And Faith is like, well, too bad. We have girls. Like, you just have to get over that. And again, she's the most patient person. She gives him chance after chance after chance. Greg does end up escalating as they do so much and now he starts getting physically violent with the kids you know again nothing that would like land them in the hospital or anything but just you know stuff that we wouldn't do to our kids right right? the spanking the grabbing really hard you know grabbing their arms or grabbing their faces
1: Just, I guess some people would consider it like old school parenting. It's this, right. Like if you see like an older person do it, they get like the side eye. Like, oh, it's, it's like their generation or whatever. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But Faith has never treated her kids like that. So it is a major red flag for her. He's also clearly very verbally and emotionally abusive. And his own daughters, um, Koi and Kaylee, are scared of him. And it's, it's visible to Faith that her girls are like scared of this guy, mm-hmm. right? So Faith stands up to him and she wants to leave. She doesn't have the money to leave. So she needs to save up some money and like get a plan together. Mm-hmm. One day Faith comes home from work and smells gas really strong inside the house and she finds the stove turned on, not the burners on, but just the, okay. the knobs turned. Yep. And she's like, oh fuck, what happened? thinking that Who knows what happened, right? And then she goes in the living room and finds Greg calmly watching TV. And she's like, hey, what's up with the gas being on the stove? And he tries to act like he has no idea what she's talking about. He can't smell it. Whoop, doop, whoop. -whoop. And she's like, I could smell it from outside. That's weird. And then he tried to blame it on the girls, the younger girls, that they probably did it. And she's like, no, they know not to touch the stove. Like, they've never touched it before. Why would they do this now? Right. They go back and forth before he finally admits to her. That he's was actually trying to kill himself because he's ready to, like, end it all. Oof. And she's like, yeah, but the kids are in the house. Like, they could have also ended up really hurt yeah. or sick or dead right. or whatever. And he shows no signs Ugh, of concern about that. Gross. He doesn't give a fuck.
1: Gross.
0: Now, Faith is obviously stressed out. She can't sleep. She knows she needs to leave. She's working on it. And one day... Her and Greg take out just their girls. The older two are off doing something. And he starts talking about like, how nice would it be if it was just the four of us? Mm. And she's like, well, what are you talking about? There is no just the four of us. It's the six of us. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But wouldn't this be better? And she's basically like, she was obviously highly offended by that. That's what she said. She's very offended by that. Faith is now scared a lot of the time. He's getting super controlling and violent with her. He's doing something that y- would break you in about 1 second, which is he's not letting her sleep through the night. Oh. He controls her sleep, so he'll wake Them her out. up over and over and over again. So now she's overly tired, stressed out, exhausted. Oh. Not one night. On the last day of the school year, they pack up all of their belongings and her and her four kids leave. They call, she calls Greg to tell him and he's mad, but he still wants to see his girls. And of course, Faith, the most patient person ever, sets that up. She said it was weird because he always wanted to meet in like really desolate locations, like locations in the middle of nowhere. Mm -hmm. And even back then she thought, no, because if something happens, nobody will know that we're out here. So she uh, insists on only meeting in like public areas. I mean... That's smart. They are separated for two years. And they're in the process of going through a divorce. And Greg is on his best behavior. He's in it. He wants to make this work. And Faith, bless her heart. She's a sucker for that guy, I guess. And so they call off the divorce. And they move back in. And they try again. And it doesn't take very much time before old Gregory comes back to play. Mm September 21st, 2016, which, by the way, September 21st is my little sister's birthday. Oh, so sorry, Gracie, that you have to share it with. Yeah. What this piece of shit's about to do.
1: Gracie was on an episode of the pod.
0: She sure was. September 21st, 2016, Greg wakes Faith up, forces her up because she's like, no, no, no. Leave me alone. Mm -mm. He forces her up, forces her into the living room where her. Oldest son is standing in the living room. Greg pulls out a bag of zip ties and tells Chadney to tie Faith up, to zip tie her hands behind her back. Of course, her son says no and starts protesting. And that's when Greg pulls a gun on him and says, you have to do it. And so he does. He zip ties his own mother's hands behind her back. And then Greg takes his zip ties and zip ties Chadney's, hands behind his back yep. and all of this commotion wakes up kara mm-hmm. who comes out and greg then zip ties her up and sits her on the couch next to her brother and her mom the whole time faith is keeping extremely calm because she's hoping that if she stays calm that everybody will stay calm okay if she's calm the kids will be calm greg okay. will be calm It'll be cool. Sure. She's hoping she's thinking that what he's doing is detaining them so he could take the girls, the younger girls and leave. Yeah. Greg orders them to get up and head down to the basement. Chadney wants to kind of starts to fight back in protest. And Faith is like, no, 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 no. Come on. Come on, come on, come on. Just do what he says. So they go down to the basement and he lays them all on the ground where he duct tapes their wrists and their ankles And then he walks out of the basement into the garage where then Faith and Chadney start trying to come up with a plan and try to get their wrists free. Something about that just really hit me hard as somebody with multiple kids I don't know. There's just something about the fact that that's her oldest and it's her only son. Mm. And like, that's the one that she's like, we got like, what are we going to do to get all of us out of this situation? So hard. And I just think about the fact that like, he was probably like her rock, you know? Oh, of
1: course. Yeah.
0: They don't have enough time to actually get the duct tape and zip ties off their wrists before Greg is back. And this time he turns off the lights to the basement. He basically tells Faith that he doesn't want his girls to turn out like Kara, her oldest daughter. Okay. And that he's going to make Faith pay for what she did to him and his girls. And he proceeds to go and shoot Kara twice mm. in front of her mother, where her mother watches her choke on her own blood and die. Mm-hmm. And then he shoots Chadney. Chadney. In front of his mother, Kara, seventeen, and Chadney was nineteen. He then shoots Faith in the foot and slashes her face across her face with a box cutter, think Joker style, mm-hmm. and then he stops there and he calls nine one one on himself very calmly. I don't have the nine one one call, but it is the calmest call on earth it's like
1: if you were calling in a food order not even that because you'd be more passionate about a food order yeah exactly (laughs) right you'd care more about like getting your order right on a cheeseburger don't forget the side of ranch
0: by this time faith is in and out she's in so much shock that her body and her mind are just shutting down on her you just watched like the The police show up and they get Faith to a hospital where she, I mean, she's passed out by now. Thank goodness. She comes to and the only thought in her head, the only thing getting her through all this is at least like Coy and Kaylee are okay. Which is when somebody has to sit down and explain to her that they found her two girls, five-year-old Coy and four-year-old Kaylee dead in the family's car. Because Greg took a hose and connected it to the exhaust pipe with the car on and then put it into the enclosed car and then carried his sleeping daughters down from their beds and put them in the car for them to, as he said, peacefully die in the backseat of his car. Greg basically knew that Faith loved her kids more than anything, more than him. And he couldn't have that. And he was going to punish her mm-hmm. for that and take her kids away from her. And that's what he did. After his arrest, Greg confesses 100% to what he did. He's He knows what he did was wrong. He knows that he's going to go to prison for the rest of his life. And he knows that that's what he deserves to have happen. Okay. He does start getting visibly upset. Again, not necessarily what happened to the kids. He's upset with himself he goes what kind of person does that he's all what kind of person does that to their own kids
1: right you tell us bro and wait so he pled guilty
0: oh yeah but this so this is still this is right after their arrest and they have him in a interview room okay and he's confessing and telling him what happened and the police after he starts getting a little upset which still by the way for what happened that day is not that upset right um and the police go is and they say of course kind of like sarcastic but they're like is there anything we can do for you greg and he said you can put me out of my misery to which i say next time feel free to fucking kill yourself why Mm -hmm. do you have to kill four kids for sure, just kill yourself. Um, again, get in the car. Get in the car. Get leave the kids there. Put your little hose into your little car and take some deep breaths, motherfucker. All done. Kill yourself. I know. I was actually talking to my client about this case today. And I was like, even that's, that would, for, and we talked about this with Chris Watts too, right?
1: <laughs> I love the way you get like,
0: you're like, eh, uh, I'm so uh, upset I, about it. I love it. So we talked about this with Chris Watts too, of like, just leave, bro deadbeat dads exist it's okay by the thousands yeah you dads walk out on their families it's way better every than day. murder dad and then okay if you really got to kill somebody and you're too chicken shit to kill yourself because that would be the best thing to do is just off yourself then right but if you're too much of a coward to do that and you're gonna give me a choice between me or my kids fucking kill me then right
1: you want to punish me kill me but to make me go through all Losing I mean I just don't
0: movies. the kids don't deserve it they didn't do anything you hate me so much kill me dump my body somewhere and try to get away f- away with it and move on with your life but like you don't need to kill the kids man there's so many other people you could kill me I mean, yourself I hate
1: to play devil's advocate but he did always have it out for Kara yeah um, and that's not her fault though no of course not but that's what I'm saying like just garbage
0: I know but just <clears throat> leave Kill yourself,
1: man. Leave. Leave.
0: Afterwards. Oh, so yes. He uh, pleads guilty and he is sentenced to a minimum of 47 years, which I felt was real light. Maybe it's because he pled guilty. They didn't have to like go to trial or something.
1: But 47
0: years feels light. Hmm. Don't you think it should be four consecutive life terms? For real, though. Afterwards, Faith. Then learns finally about Greg's past, about what he really did to his first wife. She asks her dad if he knew, and he swears that he did not know that that's what went down. How
1: could you not know?
0: Because he believed Greg's whole self-defense spiel. No one
1: looked. I guess not. Records.
0: And Faith no longer has a relationship with her dad. It doesn't seem like she's very composed. And very sweet. And she never says anything bad about her dad, but she kind of just says she doesn't know what to do with that. It's kind of above her head to like try to figure out that situation. I'm sure 2016 wasn't that long ago. I'm sure she's still trying to figure out the kid thing. Of course. So the dad thing, I think she's just put it out of her mind of like, I don't even know where to start. So we're just not going to fucking try. And uh, yeah, that's that. That's That's the case. That's, I believe they call it the Dearborn Heights murders because it happened in Dearborn, Michigan. Okay. And uh, yeah, Faith is keeping it together as good as you could ever imagine somebody could. Mm -hmm. I'm sure it's not great, but on that 45 minute TV show, she somehow kept it together. So, you know, she visits their graves a lot and she misses them every day and she says that she just knows that they wouldn't want her to give up. Of so course. she's trying to make it happen. Obviously.
1: You have yep. to live your life for them.
0: There you go. You're a piece of shit. Father for Father's Day, everybody. Gross. That one got to me I'm no. a little emotional tonight anyway, so that's just gonna make me cry real easy. No, that's <laughs> awful.
1: Like you said, that's a two for one. It's getting two birds stoned with one. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. Can we pause and get some ice? Yeah. Thanks. You ready? If the first half wasn't depressing enough, (laughs) can't wait to relive this fucking movie experience. Smoke 2018. I don't even know if it's a real movie. Like, Like, do you ever remember it coming out? Like, is it a TV movie? It's definitely not a lifetime. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is either. Yeah. I assumed it was a movie. I mean, I mean, it's a movie, but what is it? <laughs> the sound of birds chirping captures my attention before I see Adrian Brown. This is our Mr. Green.
0: I like that they still have a color though. <laughs>
1: That's good. And his first wife and they're a happy couple expecting a baby. And we quickly take a turn as I next see Adrian now on top of that pregnant wife, strangling her and stabbing her before the movie jumps ahead 15 years later. Okay. Adrian is played by Kendrick Cross, who I'm sure you'll all remember as Ed from episode 67 A Murder to Remember oh i almost got so excited that you're gonna say a monk one thanks if only yeah don't get excited he is in prison meeting with the pastor and daughter monica not faith adrian and monica met at the church he attended with his first wife according to the movie perfect and they're discussing his upcoming release and Adrian's trying to tell him like I don't believe I deserve it but Monica is in love with him and the father is convinced you know it's God's way to give people a second chance okay, okay so they push for his release and immediately Adrian and Monica get married but not in a church and not with her family present but at a courthouse So it's like, well, that seems like a bad start. (laughs) And then we get to our worst ending. So by now, we've jumped another 10 years. It's like 25 years after he killed the first wife. And at this point, Monica is worn and bruised and just like a shell of her former self. She is packing up Adrian's shit and telling him to leave which he, of course, refuses. She calls him a monster, and so he picks her up by the throat and strangles her against the wall. Crying on the floor, he hurls insults at her like, you think I'll allow you to get divorced? You can go whore yourself out to other men. Bitch, stop crying. You act like I hurt you. I barely touched you. And then he throws a Bible at her. Wow. And says, show me where in here it says to divorce your husband. (sighs) She throws the Bible back at him. And that's the beginning of the end. The last thing we see, we only hear her scream. And then we hear the 911 call. There's multiple flashbacks in which I've finally pieced together what happened. Okay. So, Adrian killed the two little girls... That he had with Monica by carbon monoxide poisoning in the car. He has Monica tied to a chair, defenseless, tortured with the gash on her face from the box cutter. Mm -hmm. When he shoots her two children. And then she's obviously forced to watch them lay dying on the floor in front of her. And again, we have the confession And a prior murder on the record. So you'd think this is like clear cut, right? But no, this is where the movie comes in. Oh, Adrian's mom seeks out legal representation and hires attorney Joe Tucker, who's known for getting Violet pieces of shit off. With lighter sentences and the promise of rehabilitation and anger management courses. And he believes he can prove there was no premeditation and that will lessen the severity of the charges. Wow. All right? That's why I was like, huh?
0: I don't know. This all could have happened in real life and I just didn't read anything about it. Okay. That might be a follow up. Maybe I'll try harder to find stuff
1: about the trial. So I guess the fact that Adrian's the one that reported himself shows that he's taking responsibility and attorney Natasha Marshall is representing Monica and they are like, fuck that. We're going for the death penalty.
0: Yeah, it also shows that you were in like, well, never mind. Strike that from the record. (laughs)
1: Oh, that's kind of like legal jargon.
0: Oh, I was going to say it also shows that you're in like a clear state of mind, but it doesn't because we just did our terrible Mother's Day episode Mm -hmm. where Andrea Yates called 911 real calm too. And she was out of her her fucking mind. mind, So Mm -hmm. never mind.
1: Attorney. No, we did that. The judge assigned to the case, actress Stella Doyle, aka kennel customer and Conjuring (laughs) not the kennel customer conjuring three episode 82 hey girl is surprised when adrian denies his own bail but pleads not guilty Mm. reasonable doubt is the only thing between capital punishment and life in prison so if if attorney natasha pushes for the death penalty and loses it's possible that adrian will walk Versus settling on time served with the possibility of parole, which would guarantee a punishment, but allow him to live. But it's like either way with the death penalty, like he still lives for so long. Yeah, it's very rare that people are actually put to death. Yeah. So they agree to a plea of second degree murder, which takes the death penalty off the table and offers possibility of parole. And the news is devastating to Monica and her family. Also,
0: how they treat child murderers in prison. Just get it over with. For real. Just kill me.
1: I'll kill myself. The idea that this man should be allowed to walk and breathe as a free man, whether on the streets or on like taxpayer dime. It's just appalling. So in court, Monica makes her statement with her badass big sister by her side. Hey badass big sister alert air cheers yay she talks about the people her children would have grown up to be had their lives not been taken and the last thing that Monica says is directed to the judge begging her like you need to keep this monster locked in a fucking cage yeah I think that's pretty apparent Adrian makes a statement that he regrets what he does, but only God can judge him.
0: Yeah, yeah. the real Gregory Mm -hmm. made a very similar statement.
1: And as we've seen time and time again, so many people want to blame Monica. Like, she should have known better. You should have left sooner. Mm -hmm. There's so much you could have done. And in another surprising twist at the end... The attorney that everyone wants to hate, Joe. He goes to speak with Adrian just before he's going to be locked away, and he gives this whole like speech that I'm gonna paraphrase.
0: Okay, give us the cliff notes.
1: Watch me like not print that page. That'd be so funny.
0: Did you print it? <laughs> you know what the great thing is? Since you you're also the only person that's ever watched this movie, show, whatever it is. Yeah. You could have made up
1: anything. I know. And I'm like, yep, sounds good. Don't think I did this for you or for the money. I did this because your mom believes there's still something good in you. And she doesn't deserve to lose another family member. I'm not going to let them kill you. Matter of fact, I'm going to make sure they keep you alive just so you can spend the rest of your life in smoke. In smoke, you can't see anything. In fact, you can barely breathe. You don't know what's coming or from what direction it's coming from. To live your life in a hell of constant, constant panic, where you can never breathe the same or see a future, just like the lives you took. May you live your life in smoke. All right, Joe. That's the movie. Okay. Because I'm like, what the fuck does smoke have anything to do with it? Yeah, there was also I didn't note it because I didn't know how to tie it in but there was one other smoke reference at the very beginning of the movie mm. it's when the, past, the pastor and the daughter and him are all talking about the pearl and he's like I don't know that I deserve it blah 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 and the dad's all like bro you gotta get your head out of the clouds you gotta stop living in the smoke <laughs> okay alright Sm- that is very short yeah that okay. was All there was to it. Like you said, there is nothing on The First Wife. Yeah. They skipped 10 years. That was half the movie. Yeah. 10 years. That's the other half of the movie. And then made shit up. Yeah. Then made up this whole attorney. They
0: might not have.
1: Well, allegedly.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Well, just because I don't know about it doesn't mean anything.
1: All right. So how many uh, knives do you give that one? I mean, technically, they nailed it. They they got they have as much information as i have (laughs) i mean that was you can listen to this podcast and get every detail or you could watch this movie yeah (laughs) so i mean on that i guess i gotta give it a five really i mean it's not a good movie i know i'm always so like what do we base this off of do we base it on
0: how close to the story it is or how entertaining it is
1: how close it is to the story
0: all right, then I guess a five.
1: Yeah. Maybe a four. My rating is always based on how close the movie was to what you told me.
0: Okay. And so, watchability wise, is it better or worse, worse. than Blood and Honey? <sighs> <laughs> better. That'll be our new rating system. Is it better or worse than Blood and Honey? Because <laughs> <laughs> if something's worse, you have to know
1: it's wild. Crazy worse. Okay. Well, then uh the mother's day episode was worse Worse. i'd rather watch blood and honey yeah Mm
0: -hmm.
1: (laughs) all right what's the look of the week the cover of whatever this is whether it's a movie again no no reliable how long was it not maybe Maybe it's a tv episode what'd you watch it on tubby yeah tubby tubby (laughs) tubby Hmm. No, it felt like a movie, like it's on IMDb. Okay, but but so is TV shows. Yeah, yeah it didn't feel like a TV show. Okay, fine. It, um, he's in his prison jumpsuit, and he's got his handcuffs, and he's mm-hmm. got like his head, yeah, in his hands. And I thought since the movie was smoke, I'd have like a smoking doobie. There you fingers. go. But, <clears throat> so his is orange, mm-hmm. which is the reason for my orange shirt. Yeah. But I also took out my Michael Myers because then I've got the full, like, jumpsuit. Yeah. Situation. Interesting. So what do you think?
0: Does the Michael Myers one unsnap anywhere? It does. because you maybe have Exposed it open and the- show the orange underneath. Do both. Yeah.
1: Look at that. Love it. We did it. Yeah. So
0: that's the look. Fantastic. Wow. Yeah. What a terrible Father's Day episode, everybody.
1: We really find some assholes, man. I mean like anyone who's
0: willing to kill kids is probably not the
1: best. fucking crazy. Uh, you did it twice. When you said that, I, I was know. like, What are you talking about? I know when like, I was walking out the door to, I'm like, How do you kill the same wife two times? Yeah, that's
0: Lou's like, Well, who are you guys doing tonight? And I'm like, Oh, this piece of shit who killed his family twice. He's like, What? And I had to explain. Mm-hmm. <laughs> No, he did it once and got free and did it again. I wonder how pra- Pastor Fred feels.
1: That's that must be I, a crazy feeling. That's what I don't understand. If you fall in love with someone that you know was serving time. Wouldn't I, you be curious as I to I what was to happening? I need to see physical proof of like the evidence of like what yeah, happened. Yeah, I, I think she's
0: just, I think Faith is probably just a very trusting kind-hearted person yeah it's fucked I wouldn't obviously I wouldn't wish the death of children on any parent or mother but then I can't for myself I can't imagine I would just how much it goes through her head of like, I should have left her earlier. over there. I should have left earlier. I should have done this. I could have done this. I could have done that. I could have killed the motherfucker in his sleep.
1: He wouldn't let her.
0: I know. That's totally valid. I'm just yeah. saying, I know me personally, that's the hell I would live in every day. I would never be able to let it go. I don't know if there's enough therapy in the world to get
1: me over that. So speaking of therapy, uh, I don't know what side of TikTok I'm on, <laughs> but I keep coming up to these people telling these crazy ass stories so this guy says he's like 10 years old when his mom and the person he believes to be his dad come and tell him go pack a bag you gotta go live with grandma like just now okay and he's like huh Mm -hmm. like what did I do and it's like you didn't do anything we got to go. <clears throat> and so I was like, well, I'm not packing until you tell me something. And they have to drop the bomb that his dad is not his dad. His actual dad is in prison and is, for whatever reason, trying to fight for custody. Oh. And so he's, like, dealing with all that, right? And he goes into his mom's shit and finds the records, right? The proof. Yeah. And apparently, the dad is in prison for raping children. Oh my god! So could you? Why would he get custody then? I don't think that he could, but yeah. I mean, either way, just everyone's just that, freaked out. Like they know he knows where you're, you are,
0: and he's out of prison. I take it.
1: I it he was a TikTok. Be.
0: I know. I have so many questions. I know it
1: was a TikTok. It was intense, though. Yeah, fuck yeah, dude. Could you imagine? You're That's ten so years old. Like the guy was like, honestly because this is like an old 10 like he's an older guy yeah he is probably like 40 yeah um he's like i didn't even really like know what rape was and like the idea like that this was happening to children and that this guy that was my dad isn't my dad and my real dad is what and it's yeah like, wow crazy <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's my side of TikTok. Yeah, how's, it, how's your TikTok? My aliens, <laughs> just aliens. aliens, just
0: the aliens. <laughs> that's it, really. <laughs> All right, guys. Okay, so this week was a bummer. Next week will be better. Next week's our anniversary. Next week's our anniversary. Our so next we, episode. We yeah. always have a good time on our anniversary episode. Yeah. Um. So we promise we will bring something funner to the plate. And if you want to see pictures of this week's episode mm. of Bee's
1: Look of the Week. And if you feel like it, shout out your favorite pod memory yeah, from the past year. Yeah, I'll make year. a post about that too. But yeah,
0: feel free to slide into my DMs or the comments on whatever pictures and let us know any... Um, of your favorite moments of the past year Mm -hmm. I'll have to scroll back and try really hard I have a bad memory but I'll try to remember some stuff.
1: we don't remember shit we can barely remember what we talked about two weeks ago. Yeah
0: but I'll try Yeah, but yeah I would love to hear some of you guys' favorite memories. That's why I need to
1: know it from them because I'll be like oh yeah
0: yeah I'll make a post asking too so go to THC podcast on Instagram and check us out if you want to hit us with like a like subscribe whatever we would love it a good review And other than that, we got to get out of here. But uh, we will. See you. Next time. Bye. Bye. Three year anniversary episode.